0: It is 90.3 KEXP. We stream all over the world at KEXP.org. My name is Troy Nelson. Here we are a day before Halloween, and we are in the KEXP live room. Very excited because we have Frankie Cosmos. And if you're ready, take it away.
1: Thanks. Thanks.
0: You're listening to Frankie Cosmos live here on 90.3 KEXP as they do an instrument change right here for the next song. The new album is called Close It Quietly. Great. Frankie Cosmos live here on 90.3 KEXP. Once again, thanks for taking the time for stopping by.
1: Thanks for having us.
0: Of course. Uh, It's quite astonishing. I know that lots of people have talked about how prolific you've been, but I mean, recording four studio albums and two EPs in the past few years and 15 or so Bandcamp exclusives and 15 as Ingrid superstar and multiple recordings under various different other aliases. (laughs) Do you uh, have to, like, force yourself to find time and be inspired, or does this really feel very automatic to you?
1: Um, I think uh, as I've gotten older, I have to force myself more to find time, mostly just, like, physical time to sit and do that because as we tour and stuff, it's just, like we're almost never alone so it's hard to hard to sit and write a song but uh but yeah i mean it i don't think i don't know if i'd do it so much if it didn't uh feel like natural and fun and mm-hmm. exciting to write a song
0: i guess it's a little different now that uh you know, touring, and it's just uh, maybe a little different than it's in your bedroom all the time making all these recordings. That uh, Actually, that was the next question I was going to ask you. And, uh, making music back in the day when, you know, you thought maybe your friends would hear it, as opposed to now where you know that quite a few more people are going to hear the music, do you try not to let that affect your writing process?
1: Yeah, I try not to. I think uh, the thing is I... St- I still don't feel like anyone's going to hear it when I make the demo because there are so many. Uh, I make so many more demos than ultimately make it make their way onto a studio album. So I think that's a good mindset for like telling myself, well, I can just be really real and really pure and make what I want, and then maybe maybe no one will hear it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the best approach yeah. right there. You know, like always approaching it like I don't yeah. if anyone's I think anyone's going to hear this.
1: No matter what, these guys are going to hear it. So. <laughs> That's that's the only uh, nerves that I have. Right. Really.
0: Yeah. That's actually a great way of approaching it. Just like you want to just impress your band. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Uh, you've had so many uh, interesting and humorous song and album titles as I'm reading these, and it's no coincidence that the very first song you ever wrote was called "Hell in a Handbasket."
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> have you ever come up with a song title and wrote a song to it rather than the other way around?
1: Not that I can think of mm-hmm. off the top of my head. I don't know. I don't think so.
0: I wonder if, what that approach would be like. Just yeah. coming up with kind of a, a interesting line or a humorous line and being like, "What would that song sound like?"
1: Yeah, that's a that's a cool. I uh, idea, I'm going to try it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I was reading some of your titles, and I, and I hadn't heard some of these songs, but in my mind, I felt like I could hear what that would sound like, you know, cool. so I was curious. Nice. And speaking of your musical past, can you explain how transformative, uh, uh, transformative it was when your brother Owen gave you a couple uh, Jeffrey Lewis albums?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, my brother, I have an older brother, uh, and that's actually how I met Lauren is, like, they were friends in middle school, and they had a band, and uh, he's just, like, he was very cool and knew has he has crazy, like, encyclopedic music knowledge. So he just would always show me the cool stuff. Um, but, yeah, I just remember being in, like, fifth grade, honestly, and getting into Jeffrey Lewis and being, like, uh, just kind of mind-blown that you can make music that doesn't... I guess because it doesn't sound like radio music. It doesn't, you know, and he doesn't have, like, the most, uh, like basic kind of voice that you like it's not a voice that you hear from a lot of musicians so I remember thinking like oh yeah I could like I could try and sing too like you don't have to be like trained or or sound like someone else or whatever so uh yeah just really like kind of opened up my mind to a whole whole bunch of music like that
0: that's great yeah that I remember having that feeling too when I was um uh, in I think it was eighth grade and hearing like You know, Nirvana for the first time. I was like, oh, you don't have to be an amazing guitar player. You don't have yeah. to like be shredding on the guitar, although totally. I would like to. And uh, these days, I would like to just to um, make people laugh. But
1: uh, <laughs> but I, the, it, you don't really... have to be trained to make people laugh with guitar. <laughs> <That's for sure. laughs>
0: I guess I've done that as well. Um, but yeah, it it was inspiring to see. Oh, you don't have to be a a master. It's actually just you, you can be an artist and have your art come through as long as there's a lot of genuine genuine passion and feeling behind it. People will feel that too.
1: Yeah, I think also just like with. With recordings, like recordings don't have to sound super fancy necessarily to like have a song that is a great song come across. So it's like, yeah, you know, just do what you can with what you've got.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. And in the last few years of of... Frankie Cosmo's growing popularity and lots of touring as we talked about. Is there any artists that you have met uh, like face-to-face where you were legitimately awestruck? Were you like, I can't believe that I'm standing next to this person? Besides Angel Olsen, because uh, I know you love Angel Olsen.
1: That's, I was going to say <laughs> Angel Olsen, because an that's the only time that I've <laughs> I've like we made eye contact in a mirror in a bathroom of a show and i was just like oh my god <laughs> i don't i don't usually get starstruck uh meeting people but uh... b52s oh, oh yeah oh. i didn't meet them did you guys meet
0: well, them well we were we were very yeah, we close stood next to them. them yeah one of my favorite bands of all time yeah, b52s okay let's say crazy. b52s yeah okay b52s and <laughs> angel olson yeah I'm I'm sure they're going to watch oh, this, Bell and Sebastian so when, too. when
3: B-52s right. watch this, it was did, really special for us. We
1: did open for Bell and Sebastian, <laughs> and that was like oh, a... Yeah, was oh, where was that at? In Queens, wow. New York, yeah. Um, but we, and we only met, we met the main, the guy, and it was awesome. S- Stewart? Stewart? Yeah. Legends. It was awesome, yeah. But yeah, I mean, we're not, we're not starstruck types. Like, I think, I don't know, I personally, like, I feel like if you show up at a place and you're a musician too, you, you kind of have a nice excuse to just be like hey we're all here at this place you know
3: B be 52s
1: yeah that we didn't we weren't like <laughs> trying to hang with them in, in an invasive way but right, right we were standing on the side of the stage watching them play
0: that's amazing yeah awesome well i know that myself and the listeners would love to hear a couple more songs cool all right it is frankie cosmos live here on 90.3 kexp seattle
2: That it was wrong, so wrong, to try to hold on to a falling tree one that wouldn't even look at me. These sticks were all arranged so evenly. Who wasn't holding arms out wide? Of- never
0: love it it's Frankie Cosmos live here on 90.3 KEXP once again the new album is called Close It Quietly and uh, we've just been loving your recordings here at the station for uh, years now so thank you again for stopping by thank you absolutely and you're going to be playing in Seattle you're going to be playing a laser dome yeah (laughs) this is awesome how did this come about
1: how did this come about, Luke?
0: <laughs> are you wanna,
3: John? Does it, you does, it, does it does it seem surprising?
0: Mm. Are, you <laughs> a, are you on
3: Are no, yeah. you a Laserdome tour? Yeah, we're just we we love to play in, you know, kind of abnormal spaces mm. whenever we can and this opportunity came around. And yep. yeah, we're we're always psyched when it's not just another club show. Right. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so we were really We're really down, and it should be great. The laser artist is making a laser show to accompany our music, which I mean that's a no brainer. So that's gonna (laughs) that's gonna be great. Are you guys opening up for Pink Floyd's
0: Dark Side of the Moon (laughs) or something?
3: Yeah,
1: Yeah, we're actually playing. We're just playing Pink Floyd the whole time. (laughs)
2: Yeah,
3: Um, and then we're playing in Tacoma as well for those who want to see us in a in a more standard setting
0: yes (laughs) well actually i've been to laser dome shows here in seattle they're actually uh, really really fun so that's going to be awesome that is happening on sunday november 3rd and yes tacoma will be on november 1st at Fawcett hall at alma mater so once again frankie cosmos you're always welcome here at kexp and uh, thank you again my name is troy nelson and that's been frankie cosmos live here on 90.3 kexp seattle